0: Uh, The Naked Edition. (laughs) The Naked Edition. (laughs) Alright, this is a super awkward and weird way to start a podcast. I know, okay, but we actually just, well, more so me and I'm just dragging her along for the ride.
1: (laughs) I'm not going to lie, I wasn't entirely clear of what I was meant to be doing for this one. So I might be a little underprepared this week, but we'll go with it.
0: This week is not about preparation. This week is actually just about us being real and raw and... Um, maybe just more so me and then Naomi kind of just sharing as well like um I'm already gonna cry
1: (laughs) which means I'll probably cry (laughs) with her just because
0: yeah so I did a post last week on my page that um, I'm gonna start like a bit of a weight loss journey and I don't want to call it that like already I don't want to call it that yeah Um, but like what do you call it like when you want to talk to like when you want to share your experience think, with someone... No, but that I think we've know? got
1: to a point now in the health and fitness industry where wanting to lose weight has become a bad thing. Yeah. It's not a bad thing if it makes yeah. you feel better. So long I as, know, but... Okay. But so long s- as the process of it doesn't make you feel healthy. worse. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, you want and to so lose weight And so I feel like that, like, way. you
0: saying that, like, is not a bad thing. I guess, like, all the things that we've talked about, I feel like... okay, I've said all those things and now I want to lose weight. Like... It's okay you you know, to we'll lose weight. I know, but, like... I don't want to, I don't is, want people to feel bad about themselves for like, do you know what I mean?
1: Yes, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And I think, so something I was explaining to George on the way over here is even though I'm smaller, it doesn't mean then that I don't experience- You're immune
0: to like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So in doing my knee injury, I gained all up about eight kilos. Like the t- Yeah, it was probably about eight kilos. And I'm only little, so I'm only five foot four. So eight kilos on me was a lot of weight and it was really psychologically difficult for me. Um, and so I did want to lose that weight, but I didn't want to become obsessed about it. Yeah. And I didn't want, you know, me telling people, like I think where you're at right now is sharing about wanting to lose weight and you don't want other people feeling like they have to want to lose weight too because that's part of what you want to do or making people feel like, if they look like you, then they should have to lose weight as well.
0: Well, I just, I just, well, I just don't want people to feel like um, they can't be happy unless they're little. Yes.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. But if something bothers you as much as it does,
0: you should be wanting to change what it is. And I think part of it. I is know, but here's the thing: Does it bother me? Like, because it actually bothers me, or is it that I know people will look at me? and think I'm fat and all those things. I think they're inextricably linked. Yeah.
1: And I think it's hard to get away from caring about how other people perceive See you. us. Yeah. Yes. Especially as health professionals.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: So there's a huge expectation on us to look a certain way.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. I don't feel that so much now, like, because people know me, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um like outside of people knowing me, definitely. Yeah, i felt that
1: through the years. So, you know, when I stopped, well, when I went to uni, I was probably one of the heaviest people or girls in my cohort because I'd stopped swimming and hadn't adjusted my eating at all. So I gained leaving school, like 10 kilos, like that. And so I went to uni with a whole bunch of athletes and I was one of the heaviest girls in the group. And I was very aware of my body and what I look like. And that was really tough for me. And I've been told over the years I don't look like a trainer. Or
0: yeah. that I'm
1: to this or to that, or not enough this or not enough that. And you sort of get to a point where you feel like I can't win. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe I'm a little bit further ahead on the journey than you because I've been around for a little bit longer, so maybe I'm more immune to it. It still hurts.
0: I mean, I don't feel like um, like I get hurt by that stuff like as much, like people obviously don't say that to my face, Yeah. you know what I mean? Like. But I just feel like, um, I don't know, there's so much like just finding the best version of yourself and be better and Mm. I just feel like, so when I lost weight before, like after Jackson, I don't even feel why I'm crying now.
1: (laughs) I'm surprised I'm not. I don't know how I'm holding this. Maybe because I'm crying. You're way more professional than me. (laughs) I actually think it's because I feel sick at the moment. I'm like, don't vomit. Just don't vomit.
0: (laughs) That might make me feel better. So, after I had... um, (laughs) What if I just suddenly throw up? Yeah, like, it would just make me feel better because I would not be the only, like, silly-looking one, you know what I mean? (laughs) Well, they would probably cut that from the podcast. (laughs) Anyway, we digress. We digress. So, after I had Ella, I started CrossFit, and I would have been, like, at my heaviest then, and I just feel like back then, I lost a whole bunch of weight. Like, I went from, say, I was, like, about 90 kilos when I started CrossFit, and then... um, I got down to like anywhere between 68 and then like a little bit down to 65. Um, but a little side note when I did that, I actually lost weight, gained muscle, and strength. Three things, same time. Anyway, that's a little wee digress. Um, but my whole life, my whole life was just about exercise and eating. Like yep. that, it just consumed absolutely everything of my life. If I couldn't work out, I'd be really angry about it. Like I just, no, like my whole life would just cope around my gym schedule and like, like eating, but if I ate that, then I had to exercise. If I ate that, I had to do that. And so I feel like this time, um, I don't want to be like that. Mm. So I want to lose a weight, but I don't want to have to, like, not that I don't want to have to, but I don't want to obsess over i have to do this and i have to do that um you know like when we're talking about the muffin like and then that just derailed me for a whole day because then i'm all i'm thinking about is i can't eat my dinner now or like if i eat normal from now that's okay but you're going to be way over your calories like what a waste of a day like do you know what i mean yeah so i feel like i don't even know what i feel like i just i guess there's so many other people that kind of think how I think and I just want to talk about that shitty stuff because we don't talk about it and actually that's what makes it hard you feel like you're not normal because like you it's only happening to you like you're the only one that feels like that it should be so easy to lose weight like just exercise and eat right like it sounds so easy yeah and then when it's not easy you feel like you're the problem. Yeah, you know especially what I mean? as a
1: health professional. Oh,
0: especially as a health professional, but
1: but I mean, even just, just compa- as a person. Yeah, even as a person. Yeah. But then, if you think about like the average person who's trying to lose weight and get fit, imagine how much worse it feels for someone who works in the industry. Yeah. And is actively going through all this as well and struggling. Yeah. And it feels like once you get into the industry, you've got to have it all together. Yes. And you should just know. And you should. Just and I absolutely
0: to... do not have it together. Clearly. <laughs> My forehead has it together and my eyes just has it
1: together and that's a bad thing. <laughs> so, let's explain why we're both standing here half naked.
0: I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it now, but I'm going to try. I'm probably just going to cry and you're going to have to go first.
1: Well, so the purpose of it is to just go through the things that we think about when yeah. we look in the mirror, right?
0: So, yeah, I guess I'll explain that because I'm the reason why I'm making you do this also, so I don't have to do it by myself. but. I've been doing just a few like live videos with other, like on my page, actually not really for other people but just to like get out of my brain what I'm feeling and then I just share that and if someone watches it and they can relate to that, that's really good. Um, And a lot of, like a few of the women that have seen my videos are just kind of watching me, like have messaged me to kind of say, "Um, I really appreciate you sharing that struggle. And one of the biggest things that I feel like is I am really happy. Like, I, I don't know if I want to say that word. Like, I'm okay with myself. My business is going really good. My family is going really good. Um, like, I'm back working now. I'm doing all those things, and I feel really good about that, right? And I'm I'm happy in how my lifestyle is going. But then you take your clothes off and you look at yourself, you're like, fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you are in this vicious circle of accepting yourself. But are you really accepting yourself? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I guess, yeah, like just um, as health professionals, showing other people you guys, even you at your size, still like look at yourself in the mirror and go, fuck, I want to change that. Or like, that makes me feel really shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I guess that's kind of what I wanted to do that because there would be so many of us. Does that like get up in the morning and you just like a change and you're like, fuck, or you go to wear like a cute outfit and you're like, fuck, you know?
1: I know, I know. Exactly. I had that on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Will
0: you tell about that?
1: Um, so after having babies, you get the rounded tummy, that. And so I put on a dress that's fitted and all I can see is that. And I hate it. I hate it with a passion. I hate that skin under there that's wobbly I hate how my I've got these bits at the side and I, I really really hate the skin on my stomach when I run it moves so when I'm exercising if I'm going that way sometimes it looks like my skin's going in the opposite direction <laughs> it's weird like because my skins so stretched from having kids um, it yeah it, it has a life of its own um, I hate the back of my arms. I put fat on, on the back of my arms. I hate that. Um, I hate that I have this weird thing with my thighs. Look, yours just go up normally. Mine go like, root. <laughs> That's because mine's touching? <laughs> but they go up normally. Mine go up like here, and then they're like, like on the inside, I hate this. Like I don't, I've always had it and I hate it. I hate when I, I hate when I put on, you can see on the side here, I got the Things cut me in here because I've got this chunky.
0: I mean, that makes me feel so sad because I look at you and I'm like, I wouldn't be like that. And that's the thing. You know what I mean? Carly will say things
1: to me about what she doesn't like, and I just think, Oh, oh your perfect. body is perfect. <laughs> I want your yep. body. You know, I hate my carbs. Yep. I've always thought they're too big. Yep. Do you know, like I've always thought my. Now we're really getting into it. I've always thought my arms were too long for my body. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. I think my teeth are too skinny. Oh my God. Okay, now I want you to name like five things that you like about yourself. Like just now I want you to like five things that you actually like about yourself. I like my choice in friends. About yourself. Yeah, but that shows good judgment. I know, but like, and here's the thing. <laughs> like even like, and I don't want to like say my size and your size. I don't want to because just because I'm bigger doesn't make how I feel about my body um, I've got more right to feel how I feel than you do. But I'm just gonna, but like even at, like in a smaller body, we're just so focused like on all the bad stuff. Yeah. Like that we actually can't even like say a good thing to ourselves.
1: That's so sad. And the thing is, is that when I was 56 kilos, I still hated the same things.
0: Oh, I still, hated of, oh my God. I still hated that. I
1: still hated this. I still thought they were too big. And I mean, so
0: I think it's here. It's this. Thing. I know, and so that's why I want to do this and talk about that because, like I said to you in the car, when you change your exercise and your nutrition, that's almost the easy part. It's yeah. this part that is fucking hard. Yeah. And so, like. It's actually the mind games that you play with yourself like when you're having a muffin and you know, then it derails your whole day. So the whole day I spent just, so the story was I, on Wednesday I wanted to, I had like, you saw me, I was like, oh, I need, I'm just about to have another meal. I was gonna have a brownie from the gym, but I'm just gonna have a normal meal. And you said to me like, why don't you just have the brownie? And so my response was this first week, I didn't wanna add in well, I'm already saying it, bad foods. Yeah. Okay, I didn't want to add in a bad food. I just wanted to get like a few weeks under my belt before I started doing that. So I don't then start thinking, oh, just add that in. I just add that in. Okay. And then the next day, all day I thought about was, why would you do that? That's what you're trying to break. You're trying to break that habit of totally restricting yourself. Mm. So just eat the fucking muffin. So I went to the server and I got this muffin. I was like, I'm just going to eat the muffin. And I felt okay about it. And then I ate the muffin and then I scanned the muffin and it was like 700 calories for this one fucking muffin and I don't even <laughs> think it was that great. <laughs> and I could have had two brownies for that. Like those brownies are like that. calories. should get a calorie refund. Didn't like, <laughs> like it, I want that back. <laughs> right, and so then from there, I'd already had breakfast. Like I got ate a proper breakfast. And then for like mid-morning I had this muffin but then for the whole day, all I could think about was um feeling shit that I had did that, but then trying to say to myself, no, just let it go. Like, don't worry about it. Just eat normal. You did it, it doesn't matter. And then I'm like, and then I would eat something and I would be like, fuck, I've got to weigh that. How many calories is that? I'm not going to be able to have dinner. Don't Stop stressing. Just fucking finish the day, like eat your meals. And then tomorrow is a new day. So you're still in that vicious cycle. And the things that people need help with is breaking that. Mm. You know, where you're just constantly just thinking shit things. You know what I mean? I do.
1: Are we going to, do you want to do your, are you going to be able to do it? (laughs) No, just because that way
0: we can go and sit sit down. down. Yes. Okay. I don't know. The thing that, the things that I hate about myself, actually, my boobs looks really good in this shirt. I'm going to start with a good thing. And when I start losing weight, I'm really sorry, David, but the boobs will go they'll be the first to go, so you're gonna have to like butts again. (laughs) Sorry, David, that's my husband. Um, I hate my stomach the most. This is where I hold my most weight, and when I put clothes on, um, I feel like, even though my legs are big and I feel kind of in proportion, I guess, like um, my waist is always the biggest. So I can never find clothes that fit comfortably that look nice because they're either like super tight around my waist to fit nicely on my legs or they're like super loose around my legs to fit comfortably around my waist. And then I just look like a fucking in a tent, right? Yeah. Um, I wanna wear a crop shirt and not have to feel like people are staring at me because like I have weight on my tummy. Um, and so for me, it's like like all this and I have really bad stretch marks. So my skin is never smooth. Like my stretch marks literally go from like my boobs all the way down. Like I and that just happened. Like like Thomas with my first baby. It wasn't even a gradual process. Yeah. And my mum, I guess that's like maybe a genetic thing. I don't know, because my mum has really bad ones too. Yeah. Um, and mine are the same as hers. So my skin is never smooth there. And I feel like I don't ever have a shape. I'm just like, brr. Around my waist. And I hate that. Um, I mean I get tucked up lady arms, but I don't really notice them too much so I go to put on like a cute outfit and I'm like fuck I don't even look cute, I want to wear that but it just, you know what I mean? I guess this is what I hate the most. Everything else I can handle but I feel like I'm so out of proportion, like my waist is just so big that I don't like that. What do you like? Right now my giant boobs because I feel shirts really good but all my crop tops are too tight now. Um, even though they're fake. I love my eye brushes. I love your eye brushes. I love my eye brushes. My fake Botox is really good, but I have really good skin. Um, You do? do, Yeah, I have really good skin. I have a nice smile. You have a beautiful Um, smile. Do you know that's one
1: of my favourite things about you? Except when you're smiling at me and I know you're about to hurt me. You also got a vicious smile and I know something real bad's about to happen.
0: And I also have a really bad cackle. That's when they know something bad but is I about think to that's happen. That's a great part
1: of you too. Yeah. And you
0: get dimples. A little bit yeah. of slender. I think they're really. So there cute. is good things about me. And I don't hate everything. I just like I don't know. But
1: it's just it's like the things that you don't like. Yeah. You really don't like. And they just eat away at you subconsciously. Yeah. Yes. And they just really take the shine. So, like, I can remember a number of times getting ready to go places and just having a meltdown um, because nothing looks good and I just feel so awful and crying because I feel horrible (laughs) and poor Tony's just like, back away, back away, you know, and you go to the event and you just feel yuck yeah. and it, it just ruins the whole thing and it's all over the perception of how you feel.
0: Yeah. And I, I did exactly the same thing. I was going to a race day and I was like, I'm not going to wear a dress. And then last minute I was like, no, I'll just wear a dress. And I have lots of sizes of dresses and I got all the biggest ones and they wouldn't fit. And I was like trying to get my kids to do about like my zip, and I actually lost it at them, like, which wasn't their fault. I was just so upset that this dress that was like, to me, a big dress didn't fit me anymore. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like, you know... I guess another thing I feel like people, um, you know, like think that you're just this lazy person, you just eat whatever you want and you have no control and you don't even care. Um, but you don't just like wake up at like a big weight. It's actually a gradual process, you know, like you put on a couple of kilos, you don't really think much of it. Yeah. And um, to be honest, like when I weighed myself, I was so surprised at how much I weighed because you just, you just go in in your everyday life and you've put on a couple of kilos and you get comfortable at that weight, your clothes aren't really that bad and then eventually it's a couple more and then a couple more. It's not like you just go in a week, yeah. you just put on 10 kilos. I think people like um, sometimes don't have an understanding of actually where you get to that place. Yeah, You
1: know what I mean? And that's actually research-based. So one of the things that I've said to people is if you want to, and it sounds silly, but... If you don't wanna be overweight, attack the small g- uh, weight gains. So when you gain a couple of kilos, rather than going, oh, well, it's just a couple of kilos, no, get rid of them. Because those couple of kilos grow. Leads to, yeah. Yeah, and it just, before you know it, you and I hear it all the time, people say, I saw a photo of myself and I was like, I couldn't believe I was that big. Yeah, And they're like, how did that happen? And it's just this incremental, small weight gain that happens over years, like you might gain four or five kilos a year, three or four kilos a year and you think, well, that's not a lot, but you do that over five or six years and it's a lot of weight. So as soon as, and that's why with this weight that I gained with my knee, I have been so focused on getting it off because I know what happens if I let it go. It will just keep going up and up and up and up and I just become more and more uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. And we're back. Part two. That's going to be in one part.
1: Actually, that is something that I do like. I really like my eye colour.
0: I actually like the shape of your face and your... uh, like your eyebrows sets really. You've got really good eyebrows too. I do. I had to grow them back. So
1: in the um, the nineties, there, <laughs> there was this craze of no eyes, eyebrows, and my eyebrows
0: were so thin. My mum's was like that. She can't grow hers back. How did you grow them back? Oh, years and years of dedication. Yeah, my mum can't. Yeah. I actually said, um, yeah, she was yeah gonna look into like you know getting but, them tattooed on but she's like 66 now she's like what's the point whatever fair enough yeah yeah so anyway yeah. back to what we're kind of talking about and so i guess for us um like trying to help other people with some tips and things and like things to try for yourself um to get you out of that way of thinking or like feeling better about yourself so you can stay on track yeah Like in the process, you know what I mean? Like One of the first things that that you were talking about that I think
1: is really important is that it is okay to love yourself as you are, but to still want to improve. And I don't think that, you know, when when we talk about a lot of the diet culture stuff that's going on at the moment, it, it really feels like weight loss has become this really bad thing. Weight loss is is neither here nor there. You know, Weight loss can be good, weight loss can be bad. If you are five kilos underweight and you're trying to lose more weight, okay, that's, that's a problem. If you're doing crazy things to try and lose weight, okay, that's a problem. But if you want to lose weight because you know it will improve your health, you know it will make you feel more comfortable in your clothes and make you feel a bit better when you look in the mirror, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think we can say, well, yes, you can love yourself and you should love yourself, and it's okay to want to change, though, and you can love yourself at every stage of that that process. And it's not um, hypocritical, or uh, or a problem in any way. So,
0: and I guess like one thing um, that I do like about I guess the diet culture movement is um, actually addressing like your personal issues with food and your relationship with food and how you feel about that. Like, um, and. Like we keep saying, even though, you know, I know all the things, like when I ate the muffin, like I knew don't, like it wasn't a big deal. Like deep down, like I knew that, but I still struggled with it. And so for like kind of people, regular people outside, like your everyday person, they are definitely going to be struggling with that. And that's where the habit of going, cool, fuck it, I'll just have a cheat day and then we'll start again tomorrow. Okay, but when sometimes I feel like, it's trying to find that balance of, you know, like, I don't want to be, I want to be somewhat restrictive, but not all the way restrictive, because then I I am binging. Like, I I am doing the muffin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I like I, that, that stuff. No, that was me. Sorry. No, no. I'm not really sorry. One to me. One to me.
1: Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, So there's the idea then around that, that restriction is is wrong or bad because it's part of diet culture. But we restrict all the time. We do. When we make a decision not to have soft drink, we've restricted that. When we make a decision to not have seconds, that's the form of restriction. When we choose one food over another, we are having more of one food and restricting another. So restriction again, like weight loss, like scales, they're neither good nor bad. They are amoral, you know. You, what you do with them determines whether they're good or bad. Yeah. They are all tools and strategies. So scales, people say that it's a really bad thing to weigh yourself. Actually, the research kind of is in opposition to that, saying that you know when you're weighing yourself regularly, you're then on top of it, you know where you're at and you don't get into a situation where you jump on the scales and go, holy crap, where did that weight come from? Conversely though, you don't wanna be on the scales, obsessing all the time and letting that determine who you are. So you've got to make a choice for you, so it's all individual. Is this a good tool for me or is this not a good tool for me? Yeah. Um, and then if it's not a good tool for you, recognize that that is an individual choice and you shouldn't then just blanketly tell everybody else not to use it because that doesn't make sense. Everything has to be an individual basis. So I like weighing myself. But
0: also I feel like um, like you shared that post today, you know, that the screwdriver Screwdriver, yeah. yeah. I actually, that was actually really good for me. Yeah. I got a lot out of that. It was good for me too. Yeah. Because I guess weighing myself um, for me, like if nothing changes, I feel like, oh. Uh, So, and so, like, what about um, even though, like, it might not be good for everybody, I still feel like you should still try to weigh yourself to help yourself overcome that. Yeah. Because, like you keep saying, how are you, if you want to lose weight or you need to, if you can't calorie count or like at some stage while you're learning, like how are we supposed to do it? How do you know? Cause I know like I will eat a meal that I know is enough calories. I know it's enough food, but I will still feel hungry. And I have to learn to deal with that and cope with that and manage that. Cause I have to be in a deficit if I wanna lose weight. And if I'm trying to lose weight and I'm never weighing myself like, like ever, Yes, we can. And here's the thing: like, so people will say, just go on, hey, like your clothes sizes, and just go on, like your, like do some measurements. It's still, it's still an arbitrary thing. Mm. If I don't go down in clothes size after two months, I'm going to be upset about that. Yeah. Right. If my measurements don't change, I'm going to be upset about that. Yeah. So you're
1: trading. I'm one trading one for the other. For the other. Yep. Right. So rose by any other name.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, I feel like we have to teach ourselves and learn some strategies um, or ways of coping to change that. the thought process. You, does that make sense? That's exactly, I was
1: just literally about to say we need to teach Jeez. ourselves. Oh, that's what, Did we just become best friends? <laughs> it happened online.
0: <laughs> Wait, does this mean you've gone out of the, um, what's that thing you always say? The Stockholm oh, studio, but we're <laughs> actually friends now?
1: We are legitimately BFFs now. <laughs> anyway, we digress. What <laughs> do you, what do you? Um, what I was going to say is we need to teach people to be more resilient. Like yeah. if, and I say this to myself, and to you, because we were talking about this in the car, but to myself as well, I actually swore at my scales, day. So, <laughs> I just hopped on them and it's so dumb and I was so mad at what I saw. I don't <laughs>
0: That's funny. And it was,
1: and afterwards I was like, "You sound like a lunatic, Naomi." But I'm sure there's a lot of people who have sworn at their scales before, and it's so stupid. And I had to give myself a really stern talking to because I'm not kidding. For a few hours after that, I was in a foul mood. Yeah. And it's so dumb. We have yeah. to learn to be more resilient. The scales tell us nothing about our health journey. All they. Or doing, about ourselves. Yeah. Or what kind of fucking person we are. Yeah. You, you, know? you know. And I know that. The more exercise I do, the more muscle I build, my weight is probably never gonna really change that much now. It's probably always gonna be about the same. So when I started weight training, my weight actually went up. It actually went up by quite a lot. went up by about four kilos. And that was a real hard thing to sort of, you know, shift my mind about because you do, you watch the scales and you're like, ah. yeah. But I have to recognize that my scales aren't probably gonna change very much. And I weigh myself because I find it interesting. And that was honestly, that was a weird reaction for me. I don't. I, I was in that part of my cycle where I've been a little bit. Moved.
0: Oh, wait oh, was this after you like stormed away from Metcon? No, no, no. Did you were mad was, at I, me? I think
1: it was like a day or two before, maybe one day before that. Oh, I may, I may have had an emotional meltdown in Metcon on Thursday, and George was being really obnoxious. I mean, she says that, but. She I'm always me. obnoxious. She no-repped me on war balls. And I literally was... Okay, so I was at day 21 in my cycle, which is like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Nor did I even care. Just make the war balls. I think my resting bitch face should have told you that I was not happy. But you know
0: with George... No, well, no, actually,
1: Carly told me you were not in a good mood. So what does George do? She comes over and deliberately baits me. She was just full at me. I absolutely... Did Carly gross. tell you I was
0: going to do it? No. Oh, I but just... you came over and did it.
1: And I was like literally this close to, to like losing it but I was like, she'll get so much pleasure out of that. I'm gonna keep that to myself. So I may have been having a bit of a a meltdown but it was day 21. Um, So that's when progesterone and estrogen are peaking together. It does not produce good high intensity workouts. I've also, I think, got a bit of a stomach bug going on which I didn't realize at the time but I've been sick sort of Thursday night. I mean, yesterday. I'm kind of
0: fingers crossed it's baby number five, but just I'm praying. I'm not even going to lie. I mm-hmm. hope that's what
1: it is too, but I don't think it is. It doesn't match up with anything, Yay. but anyway. We can still that pray. That is fine. That is fine. But, yeah, I was in this crazy um, mood. I can't remember what I was talking about. Then. No, me neither. <laughs> I was hoping that it would, like, pull me back in, but it was something to do with yelling at the scales or something like that. Oh, and and just knowing that, you know, the more weight training I do, the more... Um, Metcons cons and blah 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 my weight's probably never going to change and that's okay and for me now and for a long time i have really been about just how i feel and the reason why i've been wanting to get rid of a few kilos is because oh,
0: actually you were talking about your emotional state because i remember i was thinking i was going to say and especially for women it is such an emotional thing like our emotions thing. you know because obviously we're yeah. very hormonal creatures with getting periods and all those kinds of things. Yeah, that's where you were kind of leading into. Okay, and that
1: there is an emotional. So I can see, like here now, as I sit here, you can see this is totally normal. It is totally normal to get rolls over, even if I had, you know, five percent body fat. No, that's too little. Like you know, fifteen percent, I would still have skin rolls. You know, it is not possible not to have it. But women put weight around their stomach. We do it, we get it on the back of our arms, we get it on our thighs, and that's just our normal um, distribution of fat. That's just the way it is. Um, but I've noticed as I've started to get older as well that it's getting a little bit harder to shift weight. So weight would come off a lot easier, you know, yeah. in my 20s, now in my 30s, heading towards my 40s, it's a lot tougher. And there's this real emotion that goes with it. And I'm not going to lie, when I put on that dress before, um, you know, when we're having people come over, and it was only friends, good friends of ours, it didn't matter who. Like, you know, how I didn't have to look nice. I was so angry at Tony in that moment. I was so angry at him because I was like, Tony just has to go and do a really big poo and he'll lose three kilos or, you know, like fix his diet for a week or yeah. stop drinking for a week and he'll lose the weight that he gains. Whereas for me, it is this real, you know, and I think as women, we have to recognize that our physiology works against us in terms of leanness. The leanness that a lot of us are trying to achieve right now is like the first time in human history when we have ever been trying to achieve this leanness. Back in the, you know, hundreds of years ago, plumpness was in because it was a sign of affluence and it was a sign of, you know,
0: prosperity. So And men desired plump women. I mean, here's the other thing for women, the fucking social standard of what is like the best body. Is constantly changing. Constantly, like a few years ago, it was like bean stick thin. Wait. Now you gotta have a fucking giant booty. booty. Like, like how? I'm working on that, by the way. In a good way, you are though. Not just because you want to be strong, not because you want to fit a society of I need to have a big booty. Not the society thing, but I do like going to have up to booty. Tony
1: and dropping things in front of him and being like, <laughs> "Oops." That,
0: is that because you try to get this baby number five? Fair enough. Pretty much. Pretty much, pretty much oh, we're playing, you know. we're right, we're right. On a serious note, how good is a really well timed ass slap? Well.
1: I love them. I'm like, Ooh.
0: <laughs> except that one I gave you the other day, make mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well apparently pink pink <laughs> gets people talking. I feel like that should be the opening of the podcast <laughs> is that like we're like half naked and then I just smack your ass. Well, um, to be fair, when we first walked in, George is like, right, I need to take my shirt off and I'm
1: like <laughs> What? Hang on.
0: <laughs> what, what are we doing today? I just like to spring these things on. And I feel it, get, it gets the best content when she's got no idea what we're going to talk about. There was a
1: text message to George about an hour before we got here of, I'm still not 100% clear on what we're doing, so I
0: feel like I'm a little underprepared. We digress. We digress. So I feel like, yes, there's just so... Like for me, I just, I just feel like there's just so many things against us that it's just really hard to kind of... Just stay positive. For me, this time, I'm journaling. I'm writing stuff down. Um, and part of my journaling actually is like doing those live videos, like getting my thoughts out. Um, I say a lot to the camera, if that makes sense. Because like, I actually don't even know if what I'm saying is making sense. I just want to get what I'm feeling out. And I don't know about you, but I find that really helps me because then I can kind of digest what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking. Like. Yep. And then when you get it out of your brain, like it's out, it's like, it's not there anymore. It doesn't have to consume you because you got it out. Mm. Um, And so for you, whether that's journaling or like doing, I don't know, talking to your partners or your friends, like your girlfriends, um, and just like allowing yourself to be vulnerable like that. Um, And the other thing that I'm trying really hard to do is just be really just organized with my eating so I'm thinking less about
1: it. And we talked about a really good point in the car and George was saying how she had the muffin. Even yeah. I was surprised it was 700 calories. I was like, What yeah, a servo muffin. Yeah, right?
0: that's, that's
1: a lot. lot. That's that's a lot. lot. Um, but it was like a choc-chip caramel
0: muffin. Like, it wasn't like a little, <laughs> it was like a, you know. So it wasn't like a banana oat or something. <laughs> no, fuck no. I mean, it was. I wanted a choc-chip muffin. They didn't even really have what I wanted, but I just wanted this muffin. I think I, to be honest, I think I actually just ate the muffin to prove to myself that I could eat the muffin and move on. But then I actually couldn't. And the so the point to that and what I was saying to Sorry.
1: George is, no, 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 that's good, um, is being- Oh, thanks, Mum!
0: Oh, no mate!
1: I know, that sounded so condescending. Even when I said that, I was like, mm, tone was wrong, nice.
0: <laughs> well done, <laughs> fuck you lady. What? Your, eyebrows look, your eyebrows look shit now.
1: <laughs> we all know that's not true. I
0: know. <laughs> Stop it. So what I was saying
1: at the third time is put your food in before you eat it. And you're probably going like, mm-hmm. no, as in like plan out your whole day. So you go, right, breakfast, I'm going to have this, lunch, I'm going to have this, dinner, here are my snacks, and then see how it all fits. I've done this myself where I've eaten throughout the day, and then I've got to dinner time, and I'm like, oh. Huh. I've only got about 100 calories for dinner and you're thinking well that's not going to work and there's nothing you can do about it at that point besides not eat and you should not be doing that. So on those days, like when in Georgia's situation now, all she can do for the rest of the day is just make as many good choices as she can. You can't choose then not to eat for the rest of the day, that is really, really bad. Repeat after me, that is really, really
0: bad. But even not from. Oh, I thought a you're f- going to
1: repeat after me. Oh, I was really excited. really really
0: bad. <laughs> Sorry, really really bad. We'll just cut that little middle bit out. You just edit about it. Um, but like you're saying from like a, a health point of view, but I'm even like mentally, that's a really bad thing because yes. you're then you're like training yourself. or oh, I'm just going to eat. Like if you eat that, then you have to starve yourself, and you got to break that. Yeah. Cycle
1: too. And you know? that's the thing. You're going to have bad days. You're yeah. Ble- bad days. You're going to have days where your calories are like. And that's okay that's all part and parcel of healthy eating because there'll be days where you aren't that hungry and you actually end up not eating much so in the course of all of this your body does start to work it all out and i think we have to go wasn't the best choice you know retrospectively such is life let's go move on and don't then go and be like right i gotta go and do cardio for three hours to now try and burn it off you know you can go and do some extra exercise if you want to so long as there's a a a frame of mind around it in that it's a healthy frame, not as in,
0: oh, I'm I'm gonna gonna burn off my muffin.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's not a healthy um, mindset to have. If you wanna go in and go, look, you know, I made a mistake, I'm gonna feel better if I just go and do some extra exercise now, and sometimes I do, so sometimes I might make my workout a bit longer, or I might add a little bit more high intensity to it, because I'm like, well, number one, I got all these carbs now to use, I've got all this extra energy, energy to use, so I'm probably gonna get a really banging workout out of this. So you maximize it, but don't punish yourself. Yeah, You know, you, there's no point punishing yourself for things like that, it, it's life, move on. And that's the hard thing. Yes. Because it does play on your mind. Yeah. And getting out of that cycle is tough. It's really
0: tough. Yeah. Really tough. Um, I, was, I can't remember what I was going to say, it was another thing that I was doing that um, was a really good idea. What What did you say before?
1: Um, about planning your day out first, putting it through
0: oh yes actually what I was gonna say is also not like just not putting a timeline on your weight loss goal okay so for me I've got like a goal of I want to lose however many kilos but I actually haven't put a time on it which seems really weird I know but like what you're saying your days are gonna fluctuate like this until you find like where it fluctuates like this Mm. okay because when you eat the muffin, you don't, like when I ate the muffin, I still had dinner. I still ate my things. I was like, I just had two you foods meals. Um, I went over my calories, but it wasn't crazy. Um, but I still ate cause I was hungry. Yep. And I had trained and I was hungry. So I ate my meals. Okay. But my, like, you know, my calories kind of went up by this much. And then hopefully in the wash, it'll be, you know, like I eat a muffin one day my, but my calories kind of only go here. And then it's like, it just will even itself out but sometimes we can get in that obsessive mindset because I want to lose five kilos in three, 30 days, or do you know what I mean? Yep. So we have this kind of like this goal, and you're like, and then you do, like that is what you become obsessive about, and then when you reach that goal, like what's the next goal kind of thing? Yeah. I actually saw a really good post from um, Miranda, or Alcaraz. I had to remember a new married name, um, and she was talking about, then what and so when her clients will come to her and say you know so in crossfit uh, one of the big diets is whole 30 which is 30 days of just eating whole foods she'll say that's really good then what oh i'm gonna do um so over here like in australia will be like isogenics i'm gonna do an isogenics cleanse okay then what and what she means is like when you finish your whole 30 then what like what is the plan after you finish this thing. So in three months time, when you lose your five kilos, then what? Like what comes after that? If your plan and what you're doing now doesn't have an answer for the then what? Is it gonna work? Is it gonna last? Like it won't, because you can't keep it up. Yeah. So if you, I feel like if I don't have an end date of my, like what I'm trying to achieve, then I can just keep going. Yeah. You know, that makes sense? Yeah. And eventually my mindset will improve and I will just be eating to fuel my body and to do what I'm doing. Sometimes I'll eat for enjoyment and then other times it's just because you, you know what I mean? Like, and it won't be a big deal. Mm. It'll just be ongoing. That I won't need a then what?
1: And on that, it's totally okay to do, like, so a lot of people might do low carb, they might do low carb, high fat, they might do keto or paleo or vegan, vegetarian, and they might do it for a period of time, and they find that's a really great way to initiate weight loss. At any point in time, you can choose to change from that dietary pattern, you know, you don't have to, and like, that's what I like about the then what? Um, And I do see people doing that, they find that a good way for them to lose weight is to follow a particular dietary pattern, and then when they get into maintenance, they think, well sustainably this is a little bit tricky and this is probably what I've done is that I was low carb like probably I was a lot lower carb than I am now and now what I'm doing is I'm just trying a few different things out of curiosity my my carbs have sort of come up over the years Um, my carbohydrate intake has always been based on the fact that I had IBS and it used to give me a lot of really bad gut pain and cramping and diarrhea and all that sort of really awful stuff uh, and when I removed a lot of that out of my diet, I was feeling a lot better for it. And the happy side effect of that was that I was losing weight. There's no magic to LCHF or keto or paleo. It's all an energy deficit. They all just make you feel full. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, they make you feel full. So you naturally start eating less food. And I think that's the thing. There's no magic and I'm to not, diet.
0: Yeah. And I'm not trying to say like, don't do like whole 30 is bad. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, just like having a plan. Yeah. Like it's like 30 days. Like your plan has to go. Yeah. It can't really be a plan, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you need it to be ongoing. And I think that is probably where I am today. Whereas I'm,
1: and I've always, I, I've always been like this, but I've become more flexible, I guess, as the years have gone by. But whatever you're doing right now, you have to be thinking about the sustainability of it. And that's why I said to you, why not have the brownie now? Yeah. Because you're not going to avoid them forever.
0: And it's so important early on. And you know on, what? If I had have probably had the brownie, I probably would have been okay. It's like, like, a, a, it's like
1: do know I know mean? something. That's one do for me. Ya? Do
0: ya? Me. Yeah, it is one for you. Fucking
1: hell. But you know, like when people lose weight, I will program in dessert. for Like when they do um, calories and macros with me, i actually program in dessert for them. Like I'll put it in there. Or alcohol. And some people get it back and they're like, what? And I'm like, but yeah. you should be doing it. And you should see that you so long as you're in that energy deficit, if you're eating eating enough protein, you've got your fibre and everything like that, you're going to be feeling full and satisfied, and you can also have those things. And you know what? When you're having enough food, the workouts that you can do are so much better, good quality workouts, so you don't get mad and storm out of MetCon. That okay, well that, was, in, I was just that was emotion, <laughs> that was hormones. Um, but you know, you get better quality workouts, which then you get that massive endorphin kick, and you do feel good about
0: yourself, and you do. We're gonna Um, sleep better. Sleep better, which makes you feel better as well. Yeah. Um, That's a really big one for me too.
1: Yeah, but sustainability is so important. So the problem I think with why a lot of women particularly feel so vulnerable and bad is because we've got so many people marketing at that vulnerability. You need to do a detox. You need to do
0: skinny tea. Wear your waist trainer. Wear your waist trainer. Fuck off with your fucking waist trainers. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Oh my God! Holly Baxter actually did a really good post
1: on that a little while ago. So go onto her Instagram page. She's got a lot of really great information. Um, But at the end of the day, there's no fad or particular diet that is magical, superior, whatever. It's whatever you can stick to. Because whatever you can stick to will give you the results because you can stick with it long enough that it will start producing results. And that's really why people don't succeed long term is that they lose the weight initially and then they revert back to what they're doing. And I think you just have to understand that whatever you're doing now has to be done forever. Forever and ever, amen. Yeah. So you have yeah. to do your diet. You have to do as in dietary pattern. I don't mean diet, culture, diet. I just mean you have to follow a, some sort of healthy Protocol. eating. Yeah. yeah, whatever it is for you. And whether that's an inclusion of brownies or red wine or ciders or whatever it is. You know, you figure out what works for you, get your
0: weight training in, do your bit of cardio. Oh, I thought you were just about to say, waist trainer, get your waist back, oh, back end, you lady. I have stocks in waist trainers.
1: <laughs> no, I'm
0: joking, I'm joking. Swipe up, swipe up. <laughs> Clearly they're not working. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn it. Oh dear. I actually just also wanted to say, I, it, that is such a really, big um, problem too, hey, is just marketing to vulnerable people. And I see it all the time with mums, especially like getting your pre-baby body back and all that kind of stuff. It's, um, And I think sometimes um, people really don't understand how little people know about like exercise and nutrition and really how vulnerable those people are mm. do you know what i mean especially like when you're in the health and fitness industry and you know people kind of be like well how like that's just stupid okay maybe you might think it's stupid because you have more specific knowledge than what a lot of people do you know what i mean and they fall into those traps of trying these and do not get me wrong i have 100 i've did weight Watchers. i've did isogenics I have been that person with my mum after I had Thomas and our cupboard was just filled with Weight Watchers products and we counted 21 points every day, that is what we did. And now I know those motherfuckers just wanted us to go and buy all of their Weight Watchers products and we did it! Like We did (laughs) do that! And we, because like, you're, you're vulnerable. Uh, yes, because we're vulnerable, especially women because we're such emotional creatures, you know? Yeah. And if you get a woman like on that down date, they will give you all of their money for the stupidest things. Or they'll storm out of your Metcon. Or, well, you did it. You held it together. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> and so I think that is just, um, that is a really big problem. You know what I mean? And I feel like I do feel sorry for people out there because I know what I know and I still like, you know. And I think just- that that
1: being, and this is not a woe as us, feel sorry for us. This is just even knowing what we both know, we both still find it hard. So yeah. please don't listen to people that are telling you it's easy. We live in what's called an obesogenic environment. And all that means is that the environment we're in is obesity promoting. And that's because we have food everywhere all the time. And it's cheap and it's the stuff that is very easy to overeat on. It has lots of energy in it so you can blow your calories out like that. Yeah. We also socialize with food and alcohol and we yep. do it all the time. We also medicate with food and alcohol. So, and, and then we've got um, social media which is a really great way of making you feel so bad about yourself. And when you're feeling bad about yourself, so many people then reach for food or alcohol. And, and that environment promotes obesity. And then you've got people shaming you for being lazy, stupid, gluttonous, whatever. And so what do you do? You go and eat some more. Yeah. Um, and it's this perpetual vicious cycle um, and it's really, it's really tough to break and it's very tough to break emotional eating. It's very tough to break the psychology around um, food addiction. It's very tough to break the negative self-image problems. Um, and I don't really have loads of good strategies but one thing that I, I know works really well is to stop being so introspective in the sense of stop focusing on yourself so much. One of the things that I have found to be so good with alleviating my anxiety and alleviating how I feel about things is by focusing on other people. And I focus on my kids, I focus on my friends, and in trying to do good for other people and making that something that takes up most of my time, I have less time to be worrying about myself, less time to be oh, that worrying is, about-
0: <laughs> That's actually, I've never actually kind of thought about it like that, but that is really true. And- Oh! <gasps> that's all right. <laughs>
1: that's all right that's
0: all right it's all right it's all right i don't know why i did that why did it do that <laughs> i really hope it caught a bit of our oh no yeah i think it did you got to turn it up there yeah, yeah all right. we just said the most profound thing i think it, i think it got it i think it got it it
1: did it right at the end
0: yeah that was so weird It was a little weird, but it was extremely
1: funny. Yeah. Um, I'll just repeat that bit just in case, in case we lost it. (laughs) Um, But all I was saying was that by focusing outwards, so focusing on other people, focusing on your children and your families and your loved ones, and really investing in them, looking in ways to improve their lives, helping out wherever you can, getting involved in your community, whatever it is, it leaves you so much less time to worry about yourself and focus on yourself, and I think... This is one of the really big problems with the body positivity movement and the self-love movement is it's just this continual focus on yourself and when you think about it all the time, like you are thinking about you all the time, then you can really focus in on every single little flaw that you have or what you perceive to have Um, and then you look at everybody else because that's what you're on social media uh, and you do the comparison game the whole time and it ends up making you feel worse. Yeah. So the idea to make you feel better can actually often have the opposite effects in yeah. my uneducated opinion on this topic, it's just what I
0: perceive. Well, actually, I, I really agree with that because I feel like um, when I have been sharing, um, like when I share things on social media to like in the hope that other women can just somehow relate and just feel a little bit normal, that makes me feel better. Mm. Like that makes me, it's less about me than more about just everyone yeah yeah and i feel you started that by saying um you know like we know what we know and we still struggle i just want people to um just know that and then remember for yourself that it's okay to struggle and it's okay to um not know um and it's okay to um you only know what you know and you can only get better. You know what I mean? So don't beat yourself up, Oh, I'm going to cry again. <laughs> I just get upset because I just, you know, I know how I feel and then I know that lots of other people are going to feel like that and that makes me feel sad for them because I know it makes me feel sad for myself. That's why I'm upset. Um, sorry. But, you know, like just don't, just don't beat yourself up when you, you know, when you don't, Get it right, yes. Okay, because we don't even get it right all the time. Again, she's pretty smart and I'm fucking beautiful. So, <laughs> no, that was to me, oh, <laughs> not to you. I was being like I'm un- average.ly smart. <laughs> I know it she's was very to- beautiful. I know it was to you, but then it I was like, oh, give me both ways. Yeah. Um, that was a bit slow. Do you know on what that. I mean? Like we don't we don't get it right either. Yeah. And um. A part of me, that is also part of the reason why I wanted to do a podcast and talk about ourselves and the things that we think about ourselves and feel about ourselves, you know, because often people, um, especially personally for me, I'm not speaking for Naomi, but I put a lot on my social media about, you know, just like my, I am I am strong and I'm fit. My blood pressure is good. My cholesterol is good. I'm not, you know, like inherently, I'm not unhealthy But I do need to, I want to, not that I do need to, I just want to lose some weight for lots of reasons. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. I don't
1: know.
0: I don't know. I can't remember. I'm just, I just get, yeah. I I just don't want, I just don't want other people to feel like, I feel sometimes. I think (laughs) something
1: else that also really helps with um sort of getting over it, because that's kind of what we have to do. We just have to get over it. You know, you have to get to a point where you where you're like, am I gonna let this dictate the rest of my life? Like am I gonna let this make me unhappy? And I have kind of the older I get, I can tell that by the time I'm like 60, I'm gonna be one of those sort of old people that's just gonna be like (laughs)
0: <laughs> to everybody, you know what
1: I mean? Like, I'm just gonna be so over it, I'm gonna be telling everyone what I think. Um, but, when you know, there's the, the thing going around where people say, wear the crop, wear the shorts. Like, hell yes, do that. Because you have gotta start almost like desensitizing yourself to it. The more you continue to sort of cover up and wear jumpers and all the rest of it and hide yourself away, the more aware you are of that. You, you know, the more, because you're, you're focusing on it all the time. So by, like when I first wore, like I never used to wear, I never used to wear these. <laughs> I'm trying to show, oh shit, I'm trying to show everyone. That was probably not the most ladylike thing I've ever done. But I would always only wear um, my longer leggings. And that's because I hate the inner thigh. I've always hated my inner thigh, I just, and then I've got a little bit of cellulite around the top of my thighs and all the rest of it. And you know what, at one point I was just like, it's hot, I'm hot. Why am I not wearing something that I can be nice and cool in? And the more I wear crops and shorts, the less I even think about
0: it. Okay, but just to be an asshole, the flip side of that for someone like me is even though when you look in the mirror, you have, you see like the things about yourself that you don't like, for you to wear that outfit in society is okay. But if I do that, that's not okay. And here's the, do you know what I'm like, because I have like, mine's not, I'm not gonna look like you in it. Like to the outside world, like, so I understand what you're saying and I totally understand when you say, we've got to get over it. But from someone in a body like mine, Sometimes that's really hard because you are so harshly judged. Oh, it's, it's not easy. You know what I mean? I'm
1: not. I'm not saying that this is something that you can just suddenly do. No, I know I'm... you're
0: not saying. I know you're not saying that. But what I mean is like, I feel like it's easy, a little bit easier for you to move past that and wear the shorts, wear the crop, and for people like that I see saying those things to say those things because when they wear the crop, that like people are not. I see, staring at
1: them. I see lots of bigger girls in the crop and the shorts. Oh, and, and I love going that. And, Absolutely. And they're saying, wear the crop. And you know what? I 100% agree with them. And all I'm talking about is from my own experience. I can only ever speak of my own experience. But in my own experience, from being paranoid and never ever wearing it to now putting these on and not even thinking about it. Like, I don't even actually think about it anymore. Whereas before, I would never have worn them. It was just no. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Just not. Never gonna happen. And now I don't- Well, think you look amazing. Possible. Well, thank you. But that's, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, and that's just what I mean is you eventually just get used to it. Yeah. You just get used to it. The more that you just, you do something, the less of a big deal it becomes. That's kind of what I was probably really badly trying to explain.
0: No, you explained it really well. I just feel like- um... Yes, it is. I would agree with you that it's, as a smaller person,
1: it is far less daunting. Yeah. But I still have hang-ups and I still think, ooh, I don't want to do this, well I don't need more. But for a long time I did. Um, but I, I, my
0: experience was that the more that I made myself do it, the less I became conscious of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. But here's the thing, like, like for you, you only had to overcome like that internal fear. Like we have to overcome internal fear and then that external judgement as well. I'm still like- getting judged.
1: Of course I'm still getting judged. Everyone judges
0: everyone. Oh yeah, everybody yes, absolutely. The, I, don't care I pro, that. Yeah, it's, You don't like my cellulite <laughs> on the back of my legs.
1: Here it is
0: for you. We can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I love her. This is why I love her. Absolutely. And actually what I was saying before now that I've remembered is that I put on my You're social welcome. Me- <laughs> I am very open in my social media about not like judging my body. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't judge me for what I look like.
1: Because trust judge me, you for so I many ju- other things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when I'm, I'm, gonna motorboat her so bad after oh, this. Man. I'm gonna get you She's so good. So rough. <laughs> it's because they're so big right now. I don't, worry, black don't worry, guys. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and then you have some splaining to do to Tony. Oh, you um, know, he's
1: seen you. He knows exactly
0: what's happening. <laughs> oh, he loved it. <laughs> um, you know, like I'm, I'm very much for like we judge ourselves enough you don't have to judge other people I'm very much for just um putting myself out there and you know like my husband's so skinny but he would be so much more unhealthier than me like it's not a judgment um it's still okay you're not a bad person you're not stupid yeah you're not stupid you're not just you're not all those things you're just you and just focus on that
1: something that I saw um, someone share not that long ago and it's something that I've been thinking about for ages and I'm quite fortunate again in that I have always been someone that is just willing to just even not feeling great about myself or whatever I just got in and got it done with my kids but there are so many mums in particular who sit back and they won't go in the water with their kids they won't put on swimmers with their kids and she's like you know what i got my swimmers on and I jumped in the water and we had the best afternoons swimming yep. together your kids don't care what you look like. They don't care if you're size 8 or size 18. And you know what? Your husband, if he's a quality person, doesn't care if you're a size 8 or a size 18. He will love you no matter what and he will want the best for you. And if you choose, you want to lose weight, they will support you through that, you know, but our- I
0: feel like my husband probably wants me to stay just a little bit big. Cause the boots gets good well, there when you I'm go. a little bit. Well, there you go. I'm really lucky that my husband never makes me feel bad about myself. Like he has seen me like <laughs> for the last ten years, all the ranges of sizes that I have been. Um and he just never makes me feel bad about myself. If your husband makes you feel bad about yourself, kick him in the balls. I'm just saying. Why? Yeah, once exactly. from George, once yeah. from me. Yeah, one, yeah, one, yeah, once each for us, maybe three times yeah. once for yourself. But the people
1: that love us, love us for us. That's what I was trying to get at. And yes. you know, they want us to be healthy because yeah. they want to keep us around and that's a wonderful thing. Oh, I don't know if he wants to keep me around.
0: <laughs> well, that's a little
1: different. Dave, Dave. <laughs>
0: Don't do, do send messages to Dave because he won't even watch.
1: Probably not. I don't I think Tony's so, listened to yeah, it any of our things. I got things. so
0: mad at him the other day because he had not even liked one of my posts. I'm like, you haven't liked... It. Oh, i just tried to frown again. You haven't even... I'm frowning at you, David, if you do watch this. <laughs> Lay your nostrils. Yeah. You haven't even watched one of my... That's how I'm going to have to do it now. You haven't even liked my post today. And he got so <laughs> mad at him. I'm like, if you see my name, you should just like all my posts. And well. so this morning, I did a post this morning and yeah, he liked it. <laughs> <laughs> good work, like, guys. good, good work. job, husband. Good job. Oh. Anyway, we have talked for ages. I know. We always say we're going to keep these so short, but uh, you've got someone who doesn't know how to not talk <laughs> and another person who doesn't know how to not talk. <laughs> um, so as much as we try to keep them short, anyway, I feel like it was just a little bit cathartic for me and... I just wanted my best friend to support me through that, cause she's amazing. Oh, am I your bestie? Well, you're one off. I have nah. just like nah, nah, like no. Nah. Two besties. <laughs> nah, I heard my bestie. I don't
1: have many just real friends. It
0: you heard a here. You well, we just became right on they saw oh. on the show. We oh. became BFFs. What are you right, are you don't have many good friends. No, like like really like friends that I'm really close with. Like I just have a handful of friends that I'm really it's close with. Real scared. That's how I make all my friends. I've told you this several times. I just scare people into being my friends. I mean, I would not lie Threaten about it. Threatened with dragging them out of bed
1: in the middle of the night to come and do classes with yeah. them.
0: Because I know where you live and what your name, what your number plate is. Oh, um, Lexi. She was so scared. <laughs> he was, I was a little bit, I still have to run her You still have to her work. Work wow, my God. You're a bad person. I am such a bad person. <laughs> but I hope that um, in all of our ramblings and Naomi's awesome actual information, um, uh, excuse me, yeah. both of our
1: awesome information. Yeah,
0: but mine's just my feelings and my kind of own... Yeah, intent. but that's what, what people relate to. Do you know what I mean? Like I know. Science is cold.
1: Your <laughs> emotions and feelings are warm. Yeah. And that's what we, you know, as humans, we all relate to that stuff. A hundred
0: percent. And yeah. so I hope that you just got a little bit out of it in terms of, I hope that one, you just don't feel alone in how you're feeling. And two, you realize that it's okay to feel that way. Um, But you have to take, like, well, we. I'm not going to say you, we. Have to take steps.
1: Yeah. To, nothing changes if we don't.
0: Nothing changes if we don't. Um, and it's okay to want to change some things, even if, even if you said you didn't want to change. And it's totally and okay you to want to
1: lose weight. It's totally,
0: it's totally okay. It's totally okay to count calories. Totally okay or not to count calories. Or not. Okay. Totally okay to use the scales. Or not. Exactly. Totally okay to use a tape measurement or not. And if you just want to talk to us about any of that. You can. Just hit us up. We'd rather
1: talk to you than our children.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or our husbands. Sometimes each other. (laughs) Bye. See ya.